Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Let's Admit It podcast, season two. Uh, if you have not heard, um, we have we have taken a break. Um, we have we've gone through a little bit of a transition. Um, that transition is from where we were last semester, which was, um, if you recall, a bunch of of answering questions um, that might come up in the process of applying to a college. Uh, well. I feel like we did a pretty good job answering those questions. So we're going to transition now, and uh, we've been in this transition since last week, of uh, introducing you to our professors. And so, um, you know, last semester I had a lot of professors on during the podcast, and uh, we're going to keep doing that. But um, now we are entering into specific inter- interviews with those professors so that you can get to know them, so that you can walk on campus and know who they are before you, they know who you are. And I'm just real excited about it. So um, last week we had our uh, the professor of uh, preaching and Old Testament theology, uh, Ben Williams. And today we have a repeat guest in uh, Lisa Rule. Lisa, hello. Hello. Good to hear from you again. Good to have you back on the podcast. Um, uh, those of you who are uh, avid listeners of the podcast know that Lisa has has been on before. In fact, I believe you were our very last episode of last semester. So chronologically, I think uh, we had you on the podcast, and then we had a couple weeks of break, and then we had Ben, and then we have you again. So if you are listening to this... Whammy. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this um, straight through, uh, Lisa, Ben, Lisa. So um, it's like it's like you never left. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lisa, we're just going to jump right into these. Um, some of these questions might sound familiar to you. Answer them, <clears throat> you know, the same way, different way. It completely up to you. But um, can you just talk me, talk our audience through your background, your education, whatever experience that you have? Just have story time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was born and raised in western Montana um, in a very small town as a preacher's kid. Um, And so that gave me many of opportunities to engage in ministry, whether that was helping my my family with the church, uh, doing some teaching of children in the church, going to camp and helping out in the kitchens, leading groups, dorm parent, that sort of thing growing up. Once I graduated from high school, I decided to move to Joplin, Missouri, to attend Ozark Christian College. Um, and I decided to get an undergraduate degree um, in, it's a Bachelor of Arts in Christian Ministry with an emphasis in psychology and counseling. I just really felt like God was telling me uh, to go help people and counseling was an area where I felt like I could do that. During that time, I spent two summers on their camp teams at Ozark Christian College, which meant that we traveled across the Midwest Um, going to different Christian camps and teaching classes, leading groups, once again, being a dorm parent, just spending a lot of time with students. Um, And then after I graduated from Ozark Christian College, I immediately went into a master's degree program down in John Brown University in Arkansas. Um, All right. Yeah. 
So I got a master's degree in marriage and family therapy, as well as uh, clinical mental health counseling. Mm. So it was a dual degree from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so you've a got, little bit of my background. You've got some school experience, some clinical experience and some travel experience. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> um, something that we like to, to mention when, well, I shouldn't say necessarily we, something that Logan Steinbaugh, my professional counterpart, um, really the admissions department period, um, something we like to talk about when it comes to, you know, what makes Boise Bible College special is the fact that um, our professors are practitioners of the things that they teach. So rather than going into a lecture hall and listening to someone talk about something that they spent a lot of time studying and then went into the teaching role, um, you know, you as a student come into Boise Bible College and you are sitting in that very same lecture hall and you're listening to someone who who not only knows what they're talking about, but has experience in what they're talking about. And so uh, Lisa, just out of curiosity, um, what has been the transition like to, for you going from the practitioner's field into the teaching field? What's that been like? It was a little bit of a jump uh, just because I'm not very confident in public speaking. <laughs> a lot of my job now is public speaking where counseling is one-on-one with people or me with a, maybe a group at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I was surprised at how much overlap there was between counseling and teaching. For example, in the counseling session, I would spend a significant portion of that time um, teaching clients about their symptoms, diagnosis, coping skills, and treatment interventions. So just telling them about it, helping them understand in, in terms that they could uh, grasp as opposed to clinical terms. And that's a lot of what I use in the, in the classroom, both teaching them the clinical terms as well as helping them understand in layman's terms what that means. Um, and so I just know for me, it helps to learn something if I have a practical example or if I've experienced it. And so I'm trying really hard to um, help students with that, with giving some of my own experience of what that looks like in the counseling office, as opposed to just telling them yeah. uh, what it is. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. I can see just in that description. And <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, I actually got to sit in on, uh, it's interesting. I graduated several years ago, but I have actually sat in on one of your classes. Um, mm-hmm. And just in that one class, I could see, um, <laughs> I could see kind of the, the gears working of, um, you know, the, the, the conversation with a client is similar to the conversation with students and that you are trying to find a way to explain these like big kind of principles and ideas into, as you put it, layman's terms. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting because I, I, I got to experience that a little bit. So, um, okay. So I joked a few minutes ago about, um, you know, you having travel experience. So mm-hmm. you are one of, I think, most of the professors traveled to the job. Um, mm-hmm. You're one of the professors who traveled to Boise Bible College from like several thousand miles away. So what was the story mm-hmm. of, of the, the, the rural clan making their way across the country? Yeah, that's a really good question. We moved from Joplin, Missouri to Idaho um, in May of 2020 during all that pandemic uh, stuff. When I mean, we're still in the middle of the pandemic, but that was when it was at kind of the peak, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So kind of some backstory on that. I met my husband in Joplin, Missouri when I was going to graduate school. He's from Kansas. Um, so he hadn't been terribly far from home most of his life. 
but he fell in love with Montana and Kyla West when we were dating. And when we got married, we talked a lot about moving back and that possibility to move back to the West. So we had been praying about it. We had finally like made ourselves set a goal uh, because we don't, we don't take risks. We're not super impulsive. <laughs> so we had to be like, if we make a goal, maybe we'll do it. And we Yes. So it was a two-year goal. We gave ourselves plenty of room to adjust to this possibility. Um, And we still kind of had in mind that, hey, you know, if it gets closer to it and we're just not in a good place, we'll push it back. We don't have to. We don't have to move. Um, And it was really interesting looking back on it to see God move during that time because a year and a half into those two years, our landlord came to us and said, hey, I hate to do this. And we've tried every way possible not to do this, but we need your house. And we were like, oh, okay. And all of a sudden the timetable is very different. Yes, yes. Well, and that was actually within the two years. It was almost like, hey, on this two-year goal that you'd set for yourself, you need to move somewhere. Mm. Um, So we started praying about it more. We actually considered staying in Joplin and just renting somewhere else. Um, but during that time, God started opening doors. I got an email from my old psychology professor saying, hey, you want to move closer to home? And I'm mm. like, yeah. As a matter I, of fact. Yes, we've been considering this. Yeah. Um, and he told me about this opportunity at Boise Bible College. Um, so trying to be open to God's leading wherever I submitted my resume for it. I spoke with academic dean for a few months. Um, and during that time, I have to admit that I, I prayed that God would close the door. Oh, really? Uh, because Montana was really where we, we thought we should land or where we were planning on landing, as well as this job just seemed big yeah. um, and intimidating and scary to me. And so I, I just kept praying for him to close the door. Um, and I'm so glad he didn't yeah. because yeah. it's been a wonderful experience. And to be honest, he, he kind of kicked it open and pushed mm-hmm. us through it. Um, but once we came down here and visited the college, we just fell in love with the community and the area. And we, we love living in Boise, yeah, even yeah. though it's not Montana. So it's been, it's, it's been an adventure. Yeah. Isn't it so funny how, when you, you pray that God closes the door, he opens it with a, a, a full like SWAT team, like barricaded mm-hmm. full, full takeover. I love yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I know better than you. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not crazy. Um, All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about your specific area of focus, Um, specifically Christian psychology. I know I've told you that um, just in the couple of months before you you were even at the college, just in like that, that preparatory couple of months where it was like, all right, we've got a new psychology professor coming into the school. Um, that was such a huge conversation point for just me and the admissions department. So um, having said that, uh, pre- pretend for a moment that I know nothing about the psychology department um, and talk to me about why your department is important and why by extension it is important to the mission of the school and the mission of the kingdom at large. All right. One thing that I like about Boise Bible College is that they are very intentional about having programs and classes that are practical to working in the church. Mm. And one of those things is counseling. Uh, 
we have a long history of the church taking care of people that are struggling and that are hurt and broken. And so they're continuing uh, that mission of helping prepare people for ministry by having a psychology program or a Christian psychology program. What's different about our program is that many psychology classes that secular colleges often approach the topic of Christianity with hostility mm. uh, because they don't see it as meshing together. They see them as being at odds. And I think we struggle with that sometimes even as Christians because psychology seems like this very secular um, topic and secular uh, category when it doesn't necessarily have to be. I love that this program works to explore these two areas and help integrate them and highlight their complementary nature. There's a quote that, that I feel like sums it up really well of how they work together. It's by William Henry Bragg. And he said, sometimes people ask if religion and science are not opposed to one another. They are in the sense that the thumb and fingers of the hand are opposed to one another. It is an opposition by means of which anything can be grasped. Hmm. And I feel like that's, that's often true is that you, it's hard to grasp people if you don't have the spiritual aspect and the yeah. scientific aspect also helps us understand so much about how God created them and how they function. So let, just to sum it up by studying scripture as well as scientific concepts and principles, the students in my program are going to be better prepared to help others and guide them towards becoming a clear reflection of their creator, mm-hmm. helping them become more whole. Would you say that's kind of a, a good overview of what a prospective student could expect to, to study in your department then? Yes. Yes. We definitely hit on different um, different types of counseling or different types of psychology um, in the classes, but absolutely. How do we, how do we take scripture and these scientific facts and how do we blend them? How do we yeah. find that complementary nature that they have? And, you know, for what it's worth, I think that's, first of all, it's huge um, just because um, I, I couldn't agree more the, the kind of dual nature of um, religion and science. Like, you know, religion tells us so much about ourselves, but it doesn't tell us about the chemicals that are flowing through our brains that are causing the emotional reactions to the things that we're experiencing. Um, yeah. But it does tell us the healthy, you know, healthy ways to, to handle those things. So yeah, that's great. Um, and now for the um, greatest transition of 2021, um, I want to talk to you about embarrassing moments in college. Uh, <laughs> one of the new things that we're adding into our podcast, um, we've always had kind of repetitious questions um, and I will have another one of those after this, but we're introducing a new repetitious question into our podcast repertoire. Um, and that is the uh, what we are lovingly referring to as um, professors admit it. Um, obviously this is the let's admit it podcast. And so we're just having fun with the title, um, but this is an opportunity where I wanna <laughs> I want to hear about something funny that happened to you, whether it is at Boise Bible College or during your college days or grad school days or whatever. Just tell me about a, um, tell me about a, a moment, uh, you know, whether it's a, a prank that you pulled or just a funny moment, something that happened to you that you want to talk about. It's a really good question. I was, I was, combing through my memories of college, trying to come up with something because to be honest, I was kind of um, boring 
and <laughs> didn't like didn't always like step out of line in college. I was asking my sister about it and she was like, she was like the time where you bought a candle because candles were prohibited. Oh, really? On campus. The time where you bought a candle, but you wouldn't light it because it was not allowed. <laughs> and you chose, you chose vanilla because cupcake scent was too out there. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Like that's, that's not exciting. Um, but let me caveat that with, I become a little bit more interesting. Prankster since then. Would you say your taste in, would you say your taste in candles has, uh, has expanded throughout the years? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Toasted marshmallow is a great scent. Um, <laughs> you were saying Boise Bible College. Anywho, yes, it's changed a little bit. I think I'm somewhat getting a reputation as a prankster as far as on the faculty and staff. Um, one thing that I was able to do this year, they have a door decorating contest mm-hmm. around Christmas. And so we ended up doing a home alone theme, me and the person yep. adjacent to my office. Trevor, and yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. Like we really went all out. But one aspect of that was that I did a full size cutout of Michael Jordan. Uh, which is part of the home alone theme um and afterwards I started putting him like behind the door in the bathroom and I stuck him in the copier room and I even put him in our dean of students office and scared the heck out of him (laughs) Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun we've we've been finding ways to kind of break up the the monotony or the the work to kind of bring light lightness Mm -hmm. to the mood in the office and it's been it's been a blast I love that. I have not found MJ in the office yet. And now I feel like I need to start looking at, start looking <laughs> well, harder. Well, he's still in the Dana student's office. He's kind of oh, been residing in there, but I may need to go and jailbreak him soon. I, that kills me because Mr. Faber does not strike me as the kind of guy who would keep a life-size cutout of Michael Jordan in his office just for the fun of it. Well, the Do- Dr. Christensen, not Mr. Faber. Oh, I know the staff of Boise Bible College really, really well. I would never make a mistake like that, obviously. <laughs> obviously. That's so funny. I love that. I wasn't sure I could prank Mr. Faber yet. <laughs> I'm not there. Having said that, it makes perfect sense why Cody would allow that. Perfect sense. <laughs> All right. So time for our final question. It's the last repetitious question that I, I've kind of fallen into the habit of asking. I've asked it to you before. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask it with a little bit of a spin on it. Um, as, as opposed to last time, um, pretend you have a high school student in front of you, um, someone who is interested in Christian psychology and tell them why, um, a degree at Boise Bible college in specifically your department would be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So I always, I always tell them from my experience that it was one of the best things that I could have done as a foundation for becoming a professional counselor. Uh, I truly believe that by studying psychology and counseling from a Christian standpoint, it has enriched both my training and my own spiritual life. Um, And that spiritual, my spiritual beliefs come up often in counseling, whether that's actually what I'm talking about with the client or not. There are plenty of times in session where I feel like the Holy Spirit is pushing me towards a direction and it ends up like blowing things wide open and really helping the client get someplace that I I know I wouldn't have been able to help them get to on my own. Uh, so it's, it's very beneficial for me and where I've, where I've come. Um, 
I know that there are some hurdles that people experience with a Christian psychology degree, especially in the West where there may be a little bit more, um, more blockades for going to graduate school or getting licensed. But I do think that it makes people more hireable because you stand out amongst applicants. Your resume isn't gonna look like everybody else's who went to just a state college or only studied psychology. Um, and that makes you more desirable because yeah. you stand out and you look different and you, you can reach clients in a different way. And so that's, that's what I would encourage them that even, even though it seems like there's resistance to it or there's difficulty moving forward with your education, I think it's, it's important and it will help you become a better therapist in the long run. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I want right. to, I, I do want to clarify, it doesn't mean you can't go and get your master's degree or you can't yeah. get licensed. It just might be a little bit different than uh, the average student. Yeah. And different, not necessarily to say, you know, more challenging or anything, just that there no. would be an extra hurdle or two. Um, mm -hmm. yeah all right well lisa thank you again for being on the let's admit it podcast this is round two i'm looking forward to uh to your next time joining us um i'm not sure when that's going to be but i'm sure it's going to happen so um <laughs> all right, to thank, you. thank you for thank you for joining us again um i'm excited about this second semester on the podcast i love hearing people's stories um and i've found just in the the two episodes that we've done this semester that uh, people that I studied with and studied under for four years, there are parts of their stories that I, I had no clue about. Um, so Lisa, again, thank you for, for joining us and, and sharing your story. Um, and thank listeners, you for asking. I, I look forward to, I look forward to, uh, to having you join us again next week. So thank you very much and have a great week.